Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for the podcast powered by Coffee and Mountain Dew. The Morning Five with Bryce Sparling and Billy Lindahl. Good morning, West Georgia. Welcome into the Morning Five podcast. It is Friday, baby. It's July 15th, and today's podcast is presented by the Parian Lawyers. Nobody wakes up thinking, man, I hope I hire a lawyer today, but hey, life happens. Don't call one of those big law firms with overused slogans and thousands of billboards. We have a top-notch law firm right here in West Georgia. The Parian Lawyers, with offices in Carrollton and Bremen, personal injury, workman's comp, and everything in between. Find them at callcadenow.com. That's C-A-L-L-C-A-D-E-N-O-W.com. Local lawyers, catchy slogans, a few billboards, big results. Billy, today is Friday. We look to have some gorgeous weather here in the West Georgia area. And guess what is on my TV right now? The Open Championship. Mr. Tiger Woods making his way around the Open Championship. Today is a good day, man. Today is also National Orange Chicken Day. Man of Orange Chicken? Yeah. I'm okay with orange chicken. It's it's not something I order on a regular, but I'm okay with it. Yeah. I'm sort of at the exact same place as you are, Billy. It's not... It's not something that I would order if I was choosing what to order at one of these restaurants. Uh, I will eat it. I'm, I'm not a, I'm not opposed to orange chicken. I'm more a fan of uh, General Tso's chicken or, or um, uh, what's the other thing I get there? Curry. They make some uh, curry chicken and curry beef that I'm a huge Ooh. fan of. Yeah, okay. the yeah place- I, can, I typically get garlic chicken when I go the there. The place that makes the best curry chicken is that uh, Asian Cajun in downtown Atlanta, right next to the Georgia State campus. That place makes some bomb food. I don't know if I've ever had their orange chicken, though. I don't know. I think I did, Did honestly. I think I got the orange chicken when I was there. Yeah, it was really good. I bet it was good. I've never had anything there that wasn't good. They make a... I get the the General Tso's beef, I think, and then the uh, curry chicken with some pad thai, and I tell them to put the sauce over everything. It's awesome. It's fantastic. Bill, you know what else is fantastic? What's that? Braves get the win last night, 5-4 over the Nats. Awesome to see Michael Harris and Dansby Swanson both with two RBIs. Matt Olson chipped in with an RBI as well. Kyle Wright, man, he looked pretty good last night. Seven innings, two earned runs, and four Ks. Kid was on fire. Uh, Kenley Jansen, though, gave us a bit of a scare there in the ninth inning. Came in finally healthy enough to get approved to get put back on the roster. He did get the save. But he got really close to blowing it, and I was getting very, very nervous for him. Yesterday, I think, was the Michael Harris show. Um, oh, yeah. Michael, Undoubtedly. Michael Harris had that bomb. I mean, he hit he hit a bomb. Um, and then, oh, God, it was in the... They were... the. I think it was in the sixth. The yeah, Nats were, somewhere around there. The Nats were... They were coming in, and it, they had three three straight singles and Michael Harris or Juan Soto had a hit straight up the center up in the center and Michael Harris fields it and throws and honestly Bryce when I watched it live I said there's no way he doesn't get this (laughs) like he's gonna score there's like I I watched the throw initially and I'm like there's zero chance 
Wow. Hosed them. I, I couldn't believe it. I actually had to watch it on replay because I was, uh, I think I was fixing dinner at that point, and I saw y'all's text message thread back and forth, and uh, I came in and the inning was over and had to rewind it and watch it on replay. That was an absurd throw, man. That was fantastic. But do you agree? Like, when you watch it, you're like, oh, well, the, he's not getting them. Or, you know, when that's going live, you're thinking, okay, that's that's the leadoff man. That's the leadoff man yeah. going running home from second. He's, he's safe. And <laughs> he was out by a good maybe three or four feet. Like, I, I, I think, you know... Uh... It, he it was not it was not as close as I thought it was gonna be. He was out no. by a couple feet. No, he wasn't. He was he was hosed at like right at the plate. It wasn't three or four feet. I what it was not that close. He was he was out by he was he was so out I don't even think there was a collision at the plate. I know they removed that because baseball players are pansies. But I mean, you know, I, I I thought that he was out by more than I thought he was going to be. It wasn't as close as I thought it was going to be. And the Braves. I think you and I watched different things. Nah, I think we have a <laughs> we have a little different opinion on most of the stuff we watch, anyways. Uh, Braves continue the series with the Nats tonight. Is that a seven o'clock game again? Yep, seven o five tonight. Uh, we'll see if um, we can keep it rolling. We need the Cubs to pick up though. We we couldn't finish our business with the Mets in the last series we were on so we kind of need some help from the Cubs uh, it's Ian Anderson going against Patrick Corbin tonight Braves versus Nats and we need the uh, we need the Cubs to we please beat the Mets because we couldn't do it unfortunately yeah yeah still two and a half uh, back of the Mets still two and a half back of the Mets uh, yeah. this weekend this weekend we also have Atlanta United versus Orlando City it'll be interesting to see what Atlanta United does coming off that pretty big win on Wednesday versus Real Salt Lake. Uh, who's starting in goal is going to be another question this weekend for Atlanta United. Is it going to be Rios Novo? Uh, is it going to be the new kid down from South America? Uh, the tall 6'5 giant they have that they said was going to eventually start in goal. Um, you know, it might be one of those things where they're waiting for Rios Novo to have a bad game to make the switch because he didn't look terrible against Real Salt Lake. He played pretty well. Uh, so they might just be trying to leave him in there. I mean, this roster has had so much turnover and so much chemistry uh, issues early on in the season. It might be one of those things where they don't want to mess up a good thing if they are winning. If, if Atlanta United does lose to Orlando City, though, I would expect to see the new goalkeeper in goal uh, versus I think Seattle's the next game. Um, but it'll be we'll see who's starting in goal. I, I put money on it being uh, Rios Novo. But we'll see. And then who's starting up front? Is is uh, Ronaldo Cisneros going to start up front for Joseph Martinez? Is that a formula that they're going to use often? I don't think it is. I think on typical days, Cisneros is going to be the um, the backup. Joseph's going to start. And they're going to bring Ronaldo in if they need deep runs or not. It's one of those guys you can bring in if you need uh, an attacking forward to come in. And Joseph is a little winded. Uh, can the midfield win the turnover battle like they did versus Real Salt Lake? I think the midfield had one of their best performances all season versus Real Salt Lake and winning the turnover battle and getting the ball back early on in Real Salt Lake's attack and turning that uh, defense into a counterattack. That was one of the main reasons we kind of kept the gas going on Real Salt Lake is the midfield did a fantastic job of winning the turnover battle uh, with them. 
And then the back, uh, the back four, the back three, where we play the back five, whatever formation we play, can they keep up the man marking that they did against Real Salt Lake? I thought they only had, you know, maybe two or three errors that entire game, which is fantastic when you watch a lot of Atlanta United games. I mean, they're averaging probably 10 to 15 man marking errors per game. And I can only remember maybe two or three against Real Salt Lake midweek. So that was a very bright spot for Atlanta United. Can they keep that up? And then they need to have back-to-back games with the same effort we saw on Wednesday. I said this yesterday. The game on Wednesday was one of the hardest games I've ever seen Atlanta United play. The hustle was there. The the want-to was there. Uh, you saw these guys going after 50-50 balls a lot harder than they have been so far this season. So can they give back-to-back games with that same effort we saw on Wednesday? That game on Wednesday gave me a lot of hope for this Atlanta United team that is vastly talented but so far this year just hasn't put it together. Yeah, they were, they played really well against Real Salt Lake. Um, they almost gave it away late, but, you know, and I agree with you on the Rio Snowboat. I don't, it, you play that man until he has a really bad game. And honestly, he hasn't played poorly since he's been in. Most yeah, I of, agree. Most yeah, 100% of the agree. goals that he's allowed has been thanks to the the guys in front of him i mean it's it's not been for his lack of uh positioning in my opinion yeah their back four certainly hasn't hasn't helped him hasn't helped his case there i mean there's been a few goals that i'm sure were pretty close like he probably could have been better but you know he's still a kid you know hey it's the big leagues i don't care i said the same thing i said the same thing about caleb wiley caleb wiley's 16 years old you're playing in the MLS, dude. I don't care how old you are. <laughs> All right, Bryce. Uh, it's Friday. You know what that means? It's Friday. We get to listen to Rebecca Black. It's Friday, Friday. Got to get down on Friday. Right? No. no that's not. No. Oh. No. You don't, you don't have that on your alarm every Friday morning? That's what I wake up to in the morning. No. Party and party and yeah. Oh, man. Lamo. It means we get to preview some high school football. Let's go. Hey, what's the countdown at today? Was it 37 today, I believe? Uh, no. That what, no, it's, it's less than that. It's 34? 36. 35. 30, 35 today. 35 today, I think. I don't know. Somewhere around yeah, there. We're in, the 30s. We're in the mid-30s. 35 days. Let's, let's go. Let's go. Let's see. All right, today we get to do Herd County. Woohoo! Which I know you're pumped about, honestly. I can't wait to watch them this year. I'm super pumped about them. Are you? Tell me why. Before, uh, I want to hear your opinions before before I jump in here. Mainly the, the reason I want to watch the Herd County Braves this year is because I didn't get to watch hardly any of them last year. I feel like I watched almost all of the teams on our, you know, our little... Uh, pocket over here, the west side of Georgia. I got to watch almost all the teams play football last year, but Heard County. And the fact of what they did in the playoffs last year, kind of coming in, I guess, underhyped and then getting to the second round, I'm interested to see what Coach Lasseter does with this team this year. I mean, I see day in and day out, and I even said this on our on our interview we had, we had with Coach Lasseter, man, this team seems like they're always in the weight room. It might be the exact same way with the other eight teams we carry, but I think Heard County does a really good job with their social media presence. Uh, and the fact that they are all over social media almost every single day 
with you know seven on seven drills, these drills, weightlifting drills, you know, uh, team uh, team meals and stuff. So I'm excited to see what Coach Lassiter can do down there. I think he is a fantastic coach, and I think he's going to get this team turned in the right direction. And I mean, I think they're going to be really, really tough to beat this year. All right. So last year they were five and five in the regular season, and ended up as the three seed, made it made it to the second round of the playoffs. So they are moving forward and you know we did have that um meeting with um or we did have that interview with with coach laster which you can go back and listen um in our archives you better listen the the, the three questions i've got and bryce you could <clears throat> you could fill in at any point too how will coach laster do in a second full season as head coach especially in a different region um, they are in a completely different region. They are playing, playing all over the place, honestly. Um, and they've only got <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> they have only got um, three region games, which is Crawford County, Temple, and Lamar County. That's it. So, so are there only know, four teams in their region? Right. So they're also already in the playoffs, essentially. Yes. <sighs> yes. Man. I, you know, I, I don't know. I guess it's good and bad. I don't think. I, I don't like that from a fan's point of view just because I don't think there's as much drama. But as a coach, I think I would love that because you can essentially treat, and I know Coach Lasher is not going to do this, the, and I know no head coach is going to do this, but you could essentially treat the entire regular season like a practice. I mean, you don't yep. want to be the four seed, obviously, and play a one seed from another region. But when you're already guaranteed a playoff spot, I mean, there's, there's just no – this sounds stupid, but there's there's no pressure to win, or there's less pressure to win. So right. that that'll be interesting to see what they do. And they got to, I mean, they they go out to Alabama to play somebody, you know. So it, it'll be interesting to see that early schedule, kind of how they get out of it before they get into region play. Yeah, and we'll get to the schedule here in a second. Um, second question: What offensive weapons will Hurt have? Uh, the past couple of years, they have done a lot. Their run game has been their bread and butter, and we talked with Coach Laster about that. I don't think that's changing. Um, they're not going to go through the air very much. It's going to be continuous running games. But what kind of running game are they going to have? But I, I bet I bet Coach Laster is just going to go straight air raid. Just change everything up. <laughs> <laughs> just go <laughs> five wide straight air raid. And then the final question I've got is the offensive defensive line for Hurd County has always been just ridiculously solid when you think about her county we talked about this last year most of her county's line last year was like in the 280s price yeah little kids think think about that as as a high school line so um and we talked with Bruce to russell the other day and he's like we've got one kid that's 274 and then the rest of the line is going to be like 210 <laughs> oh just, man that's just how you know that, you know, that strikes me as odd you know because when i was in high school my junior and senior year everybody that was in the line was over 300 pounds oh really yeah, yeah everybody on our line was 6'1 300 pounds yeah that's some big boys i guess i guess i never realized how odd that was i don't know i just kind of thought that was that was normal but yeah heard county's got some hog mollies up there but who's going to be the next amazing um lineman at heard county is going to be my next question and, and Coach Laster gave us a couple of answers um, to look out for because um, we did ask him that in, in our interview. So, again, 
go back and listen to the interview with Coach Laster because that was amazing. Um, Bryce, let's look at the schedule. So yep. they're playing they're playing a, a state champion in Pike Liberal Arts. Or they state champion in like the debate team? Alabama. Alabama. Yeah. There are the yeah. like if there's the the GISA here in Georgia, they were in the Al- Alabama's version of that. They well, is there three other schools? Uh, does, that, does Alabama have private schools? I think so, yeah. Does that, does, does that strike you as a state that would have really good private schools? It doesn't to me. I don't know. Maybe I'm way off base, but when I hear Alabama, I do not think <laughs> really nice private schools. That's not the but first thing that pops in my mind. They're scheduled to start the first four games. Bremen, tough game. That's, that's against a rival. Pike Liberal Arts, that's the, the state championship. Callaway, former state championship. And Raven County, who is a tough, tough opponent. And then you got Clarkston and McIntosh. And then you begin your um, your region play, which you got Crawford County at home. Then you go to Mount Zion, and I believe that Mount Zion game is on a Thursday. It is. It is indeed on a Thursday. Which is going to be awesome. Yeah, I love that. I love them scheduling a Thursday game. This was supposed to be on a Friday, and they chose to schedule this on a Thursday, and I 1,000% agree with their with their reasoning. So I'm excited. Get to watch back-to-back high school games. And then Temple at, at Temple, and then home against Lamar County to round out their schedule. What game are you looking forward to the most on, on that schedule? I think it's I think it's the home game versus Raven. I'm pretty excited about that. And then the Thursday night game against Mount Zion, I'm, I'm excited about that one too just because it's something a little different. You get high school football Thursday and Friday night, so that's unique. But the home game against Raven uh, on September 16th, I think that's the one I'm most excited about. Okay. And I'm, I'm not going to do a prediction. We'll do a prediction of of how the teams will do later on in the, in the uh, summer. But yeah, that's, that's her count. I'm jacked, man. We're only, th- what did we, what did we decide? 35 days away 35 today? Days. 30, 35 days away from high school football starting. And then once after that starts, we got college. And then after that starts, we got NFL. It is the best time of the year. I'm so excited. Uh, Billy, let's get to the Marine South scoreboard from last night in the MLB East. The Marlins beat the Pirates three to two. And the Mets beat the Cubs eight to nothing in the NBA Summer League. The Hawks beat the Spurs eighty-seven to eighty-six. Good job, Hawks. Uh, no Griffin again. So we're running out of time to watch Griffin play because, as we know, he will not play in the regular season because Nate McMillan hates rookies. Uh, on the Stumpet Games and Events calendar for this weekend in the NL East, the Mets continue a four-game set with the Cubs over the weekend. Let's go, Cubbies! Phillies head to Miami to face the fish for three. Who cares about that? Who wins that one? Uh, maybe they can just tie. Can you still tie in baseball? That, can we do that? No. Tie in baseball? No. <laughs> and Braves continue their four-game set with the Nationals. Let's go into the All-Star break on a four-game win streak. Uh, for the PGA, the Open Championship continues throughout the weekend. Uh, right now, Cam Young is leading Tyler Gooch by one stroke. Rory McIlroy is at six under. He is two back Rory should tee off probably around 8 or 9 a.m. today Uh, Tiger Woods has already teed off today and is playing like crap Uh, in NASCAR they are in New Hampshire this weekend IndyCar is in Toronto 
And the NBA Summer League, the Hawks are playing the Cavs at 3 p.m. tomorrow. Is that the last scheduled Summer League game for the Hawks? I do believe it is. Yes, that is the okay. last And then you scheduled. get into the, the brackets. Yeah, the goofy brackets that I never understand and can't follow every single year. But yes, this is the last uh, regular, not, <laughs> I almost said regular season. This is the last uh, regular game for the Hawks in the Summer League. And it is on NBA TV and NBA TV Canada. If we have any Canadians listening to this podcast, it is on NBA TV Canada. Bryce, yeah. this, next, this next segment I am so uh-huh. pumped about. So we, uh, we, we have a new sponsor. We have a new sponsor. We have uh-huh. a new sponsor. This next segment, the Soft Earned Dollar segment that comes to you every single Friday with the best bets in town is now sponsored by our great friends, and we have sung their praises on this podcast week in and week out. The incredible Pulp Lemonade Soft Earned Dollars. Billy, I don't know if there's anything more refreshing on a hot summer day than the incredible Pulp Lemonade. It is undefeated. It, it, it completely is and it was so amazing that we had a couple tournaments that happened in Carrollton and uh, sitting sitting roasting in the sun watching our boys play it was so nice being able to have some incredible pulp lemonade because dear lord that, that helped that helped so much and I'm so and thankful Steve- for Steve Walker man he is, he's awesome he's been a fan of the podcast since day one so thankful for his his uh, sponsorship and you don't get a little cup when you get incredible pulp lemonade steve doesn't give you this little dainty cup he gives you this mega pint looking thing this is a monster incredible pulp lemonade just i mean it's huge it's a cup for me and if anybody's ever met me i'm a massive man that's a that's a man-sized cup right there you know it would take most humans probably about an hour to drink that entire thing uh it's fan i had my first one at a central uh, Lions basketball game. Uh, Steve Walker came up and handed me one, and uh, I was sold ever since. And now they're going to start making uh, popsicles, incredible pulp lemonade popsicles. I cannot wait to have one of those. That's going to be that's going to be amazing. Probably a staple in our household, I would assume. All right. So, what kind of money? Or what kind of money can I make this weekend? I didn't. I didn't have a lot of good bets, but I saw a lot of bets that I was like, okay, I'm going to take flyers on. So none of these. I'm not going to tell you any of these are locks. So we're going to start off with the open. I took Rory at 310. Now, I tell everybody never bet on golf until after uh, the cut. So on Saturday morning is the best time to bet on golf. You still get decent odds, and you probably know who's going to play good over the weekend because you've seen two rounds. I took Rory this morning at a 310. Anybody who wants to bet on the open, I would advise them not to bet until today's rounds are over. See what the odds are. See what people are moving uh, and, and see what happens. But I took Rory this morning at 310. Billy, you know I'm a sucker for parlays. Uh, Today, I took the Braves tonight to win. Austin Riley to homer. Matt Olsen to get a hit. Dansby Swanson to get an RBI. And Michael Harris to get a run. And Ian Anderson to get four or more strikeouts. That right now is at a plus 2,901. Drop a couple softer in dollars. You put 10 bucks on that. You get $290 in return. So it's a nice little parlay. I like these long parlays. They're just fun. They're fun to do. Uh, you don't hit on them a ton, but, you know, $10 here, 15 here. They're just fun little parlays. Uh, this weekend in motorsports, I got Ty Gibbs at a plus 440 to win at New Hampshire. And Chase Elliott right now is a, is a plus 990 to win at New Hampshire in the NASCAR Cup Series. 
I don't understand why his odds are so high. That was very weird. Uh, so he, I took him. Has he not run well at New Hampshire? That could be why. There, the Hendrick cars are not typically strong at New Hampshire, but uh, that that seemed impossibly high odds for Chase Elliott at any racetrack. I don't care what it is. It, it, Chase Elliott should never be that high of odds. So it's a pretty good flyer, honestly. I know Hendrick doesn't run terribly great at these short tracks. Um, but yeah, I took I took Chase Elliott as a plus 990 at New Hampshire. And then this weekend in the UFC, I took Michelle Watterson, Michelle Watterson? Watterson and Misha Tate to win. I parlayed them at a plus 420. So there's your incredible pulp, soft earned dollars for the weekend. All right, Bryce, you need another cup of coffee? Dude, do I ever. All right, another cup of coffee brought to you by the realtor Hannah Strawn with Robert Goolsby Real Estate Group. If you need to buy or sell your house, give Hannah Strawn a call and uh, she'll take care of you. Let's talk about the Phoenix Suns. The Phoenix Suns matched the Indiana Pacers' four-year, $133 million offer sheet to DeAndre Ayton. So Ayton is staying in Phoenix. Yep, and he can't be traded until like midway through the season now. So he will, he will be there. And I don't, I don't expect the Suns to trade him. But yeah, DeAndre Ayton staying in Phoenix four years, one hundred and thirty-three million. Billy, Woo-hoo-hoo. massive, massive contract. What a joke of a human being. Agent Casey Close sues Fox Sports Radio host Doug Gottlieb for <laughs> libel over tweet over about contract offer to uh, Freddie Freeman. Yeah, this just yeah. keeps getting juicier and juicier, man. This story just keeps growing and growing. Who's who's in the fault here? Gottlieb, Casey Close, Freddie Freeman. This is like a drama. This is like a uh, this is like Days of Our Lives playing out in the MLB world. Rookie Cameron Young shoots an eight under sixty four and leads the Open Championship. Rory was two back. Tiger probably going to miss the cut. Um, Cameron Young still up, or is he has he teed off yet? Uh, he has not teed off yet. I don't believe he'll tee off until uh, right before Rory. He is still leading, though, with eight under. Tyler Gooch is seven under right now through 15. Uh, Rory, six under. Scotty Scheffler, six under through 11. Siwoo Kim, six under through 15. And Dustin Johnson, six under through 11. So that is your open update. All right. Give, give me this IndyCar uh, thing, man. I'm not sure what's going on here. But yeah, so a uh, good buddy of the podcast and co-host of Track Talk, Mr. Matt Ridgway, texted me yesterday. He said, hey, man, you following this IndyCar drama? And I've seen a couple things going on. I said, was it this or this? And he goes, no, 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 no. It was nothing like that. Uh, so Chip Ganassi Racing posted a tweet the other day that said they signed Alex Pillow for next season. Nothing crazy about that. Cool. Alex Pillow's going to remain at Chip Ganassi. Then Alex Pillow tweeted right after that and said the Ganassi tweet came out without Alex Pillow's consent. And then right after that, McLaren announced on the social me- on their social media network that Alex Pillow had actually signed with McLaren to race for them next season in IndyCar. It was one of the weirdest couple hours of IndyCar social media verse stuff that I've ever seen. I don't know what happened with Chip Ganassi and Alex Pillow as to where Chip Ganassi thought they had Pillow in contract, but Pillow actually never signed the contract. So Pelo switched to McLaren. It was one of the oddest things I think I've ever seen. I don't think I've ever seen a team uh, or a race team or any team for that matter announce a free agent signing 
And then the free agent's like, no, I, I never signed the contract. And then goes to a different team. It was one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. Oh, that's just... Can, can you can you imagine the Braves, like, <laughs> signing a free agent? Like, we signed so-and-so. And then he comes out on social media. He's like, no, you didn't. And then he goes to the Mets. <laughs> that's just so weird. That's so odd. Yeah, it was um, it was very, it was very, very odd. Uh, Billy, today in 1996, after 2,216 consecutive games at shortstop, Cal Ripken goes to third base. Cal Ripken's consecutive games played streak, Billy, I think, is one of the untouchable uh, streaks in all of sports. I think it is one of those untouchable records that will never be broken in all of sports. Christ, do you know who the active Iron Man is? That would be Mr. Matt Olson, and I think he'd have to play until he's like 42 and not miss a game to beat Cal Ripkins or something like he that. He has to play like every single through 2038. So okay. 16 years. 2038. <laughs> oh my God, that's absurd, man. That's Cal Ripkins' Iron Man, uh, his record. That will, I think that's an unbreakable record. I don't think that'll ever be broken. That that Cy Young's wins and losses. Nolan Ryan's strikeouts. I think there's, you know, those are among the all-time unbeatable. What what do you think is the most unbeatable record right now in sports and all of professional sports? It I mean, it has to be the the wins for um Cy Young. For Cy Young. There's there's zero chance that anybody yeah. gets there. Wins and losses. Zero. Wins. Yeah. Wins and losses for some. I mean, Cy Young pitched like every single day for like 30 years or something. Uh, and I think Wilt Chamberlain's rebound record too in the NBA. I don't think that's ever going to be ever going to be matched. I think somebody will score over 100 points in the NBA. I think that's the way we're oh, trending. But and I don't, I don't think anybody's going to outpoint um, Gretzky in hockey either. Oh, that's- good shout! Yeah, that's yeah, that's because he'd still be the leader even if he took away his goals, right? Just with assists. I think so. Yeah. He's yeah, because I think uh, I think Ovechkin's getting close. Uh, yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see what Ovi has. Billy, you got anything else to add this morning, man? Actually, yeah, I'm gonna add to that. Uh, oh, that Cal Ripken stuff. The do you remember what happened in Cal Ripken's last All Star game? Yeah, it was Alex Rodriguez told him to go over there and play shortstop, and Alex went yes. to third. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was that was one of the coolest that was a moment of humility. I, I I was watching that game and that was one of the coolest moments watching that because I knew that he was he started that short and had been playing third. But that was a cool, cool moment for for uh, A-Rod to do that. Yeah, a moment of humility by A-Rod. That was pretty. Who was playing short? Who was playing short for the Orioles that year? Why did he move to third? I do you remember don't who was the remember. Short? I don't either. Now I'm kind of off to look that up. I'm kind of curious. But that's all I got for today's morning podcast. Bill, you got anything else to add, man? Nope. Awesome. Let's get out of here. Let's start our Friday. Everybody have a fantastic Friday. Have a fantastic weekend. And we will see y'all back here on Monday. Same time, same place. Shake your neighbors. Just shake them. Shake your neighbors.